0: Welcome to Bikini Diaries. I'm Naima Thompson, businesswoman and IFBB bikini professional. Here, you will get the inside scoop from many bikini professionals and myself as we dive deep into the inner core of our triumphs, hardships, and evolution. This podcast was made to inspire, resonate, and enlighten others with all talks bikini in hopes that you never give up on your dreams. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Now let's talk bikini. Dear diary. listening to the bikini diaries podcast. I am so excited because for the next 4 weeks, you guys are going to be so proud of me. I have committed to giving you two podcast episodes each week. Fridays will be geared towards education and learning from the experts. I'm thrilled. I'm on a mission to help as many as I possibly can one day at a time. Because when I was getting started in the sport, it was one thing I wish I knew. This podcast has grown so much, and I am forever grateful. If you're looking to connect with the Bikini Diaries podcast audience, head over to our private Facebook group, Bikini Diaries, which is mentioned in the show notes. This group is full of amazing women growing and learning together. Speaking of learning, let's get started with today's podcast episode. Today, I have brought on Protan's brand coordinator. Now, if you don't know what Protan is, it is arguably the best tanning company in the industry who invented the first competition tan for competitors. She does everything from customer service, Educational content, logistics, trade shows, and research development. She is such a beautiful human and has a wealth of knowledge. Today, she's going to teach us everything we need to know about the tanning process. Literally all your questions answered today, and it gets even better. On Wednesday, the 15th at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I will be hosting a live workshop teaching you Exactly how to tan yourself. I'm going to give you the step by step process I have used in 13 shows with six years of competition history, eight if you include high school. <laughs> she will be my special guest. Yes, she is going to be my special guest on there. She's going to be able to answer all of your questions. So you can get your questions answered by an expert along with a live demonstration. By my fiance, Keith, so you can see the tan on a variety of skin tones. Yes. So not only are we going to educate you, but we are going to show you that it's totally foolproof. That means that literally anyone can do it, even if you've never tanned before. Literally, it's foolproof. And I'm going to show you exactly how each and every single step. I'm going to hold your hand through it. The workshop is only $30. I wanted everyone to be able to have the opportunity to join. Spots are limited, so I will need you to grab yours before it's all gone. You can send money through PayPal, Venmo, Cash App to naimafit at gmail.com or you can click the link below in the show notes. I cannot wait to see you on Wednesday. This is going to be so much fun. I cannot wait, guys. You have no idea. So without further ado, I am so excited and delighted to introduce to you Alyssa Weisbaum. Hi, Alyssa. How are you doing today? Good. How are you? I am doing wonderful as always. This is such a treat for me because you're going to be the first person I have on the Bikini Diaries podcast who's not a pro.
1: Or a competitor.
0: Exactly. This is amazing. (laughs) Like you're making history right now, Alyssa.
1: I am so excited.
0: (laughs) So I brought you on today because you are just amazing. You work with, well, I don't want to
1: give it all away,
0: but we're going to learn so much about you. And the way we're going to get started is we're going to start with a bikini hack. It's just going to be a series of quick questions to get to know you a little bit better. So are you ready?
1: Fire around. Go ahead. All right, girl. Where are you from? Carl Springs, Florida. Okay. And what do you do for a living? I'm the brand coordinator of Protan.
0: Yes. <laughs> That's like an epic title.
1: I, honestly, I think anything associated with the organization of Protean, just Epic contains everything inside of it.
0: I agree. What's your favorite quote that motivates you?
1: Um, probably mean what you say and say what you mean, because I think everything that you do, when you do it with intention, you say it with intention, you can accomplish anything you want.
0: What's the most valuable lesson you have learned in your profession?
1: I can do everything, I just can't do everything at once.
0: And what's your favorite thing about the health and fitness slash bodybuilding industry?
1: Um, selfishly, how rewarding it is to myself to provide something that's rewarding to other people.
0: Ooh, I love, love this. So I just want to like start this off by just asking you like to tell us a little bit about yourself and how you landed a job with Protan.
1: Okay. So I come from a family of educators. Um, I have an older sister. She's a teacher. My mother was a speech pathologist and educator. My aunts are educators. um, And I've kind of always had it in my blood. And so when I went to school, um, I went to school to be an exceptional student educator. So I wanted to work within the special needs population. Um, And a chain of events happened there, but it happened randomly that I just started working within the fitness industry, I had made a lifestyle change with myself and I really fell in love with it. So I think my whole goal at that period of time in my life when I was in college was that I wanted to blend two things that I was really passionate about and I was really torn. Um, After watching like many years of how the education system was going, I decided that, you know, they say make your passion your paycheck. um, But I decided that maybe being in a classroom wasn't going to be the best Uh, move for me for, you know, 35 years of work. And I always wanted to keep the special needs population in my heart. Um, And so I decided that for a career, I wasn't going to go that route. Um, So I worked within the sports supplement industry and the fitness industry for many, many years. Um, And while doing that, um, I was helping out at a tanning salon, a spray tanning salon, and I'd kind of learned the ropes um, through that. And I'd started my own kind of like mini side hustle, Um, because I wanted to kind of do something that I was really passionate about again. Um, Most people that will probably listen to this are very familiar with the supplement industry. Many people that have been around for, you know, at least five to 10 years can watch how it's really evolved over the years. So you can only imagine where it was, you know, seven years when I started to almost three years ago when I completely like walked away from it. And so I was doing spray tanning. Um, I was a spray tanner with ProTan. Um, I had some plans of growth for my own spray tan business. Um, And everything happens for a reason. So I'm really happy that didn't work out the way that I had intended or wanted it to. um, Because what had happened was there was a really good time for ProTan as an organization to grow. um, And it was time for me to kind of move on. And so both of our paths crossed with Stacey Kaufman, who is uh, the founder and president of Protan, as well as his son Rob Kaufman, um, who's also the co-founder of SteelFit, uh, but he's the brand manager, and so we all kind of clicked, and we talked about, it and we all had the same goals and visions and things that we wanted to do. And a big thing that they wanted to do at the time was training and education. Um, and I was like, okay, how perfect, because I have the foundation of how to be an educator, and I was already passionate about spray tanning and Protan in general. Um, so it was kind of like right time, right place right time in my life, right time in the organization's life to want to grow. Um, and it kind of just fell into place at the time. Um, the position didn't exist before me. Um, and to be honest, it's still all the roles, you know, every day were, we're growing and my role is growing and every year it evolves into something different. But that's pretty much how I got there. Within a matter of two weeks, I up, I left my career in sports supplements, um, I was in a marketing role. uh, moved away from Orlando, which is about three hours north of where we're based out of, um, and I came back down to South Florida. So that's what happened.
0: That's amazing. And you know, with ProTan and you know, doing what you're doing, what exactly does that look like on, you know, like a, a day at the in the office for you?
1: So I really couldn't pinpoint probably. I wouldn't for sure be able to pinpoint exactly what I do day to day. But my role is surrounding um, anything customer service related, any professional wholesale accounts that we have, um, training and education. So whether that's developing education content for our consumers and competitors, or it's developing that content for a professional spray tanner to learn the ropes of competition spray tanning. Um, As well as working with our spray tan teams, doing all the logistics, the operations, all of our trade shows, setting those things up, working with our staff, research and development. There's so much that goes into it that I couldn't pinpoint what an exact day looks like. But if you can mix all those hundred tasks (laughs) into a matter of five days, every part of my job is hit every single week. Wow, no, I love
0: it. And um so what exactly sets ProTan apart from other tanning companies?
1: So the one thing and it's funny cuz Stacy and I were just talking about this earlier today um is that we were the first to come to, you know, the market with a competition tanning product when Stacy founded the original overnight competition color which so many people are familiar with. Um but aside from being a product line and a company that's constantly working towards creating different products to meet the needs of competitors, I think the biggest thing that sets us apart that we are so proud of is that we are a service-based business Mm. and that our heart and soul will always be with the needs of the competitor. And that's something that we're very, very proud of. Um, Every single person that you meet, whether it's coming across them at a booth, whether that be a Europa, the Olympia, the Arnold. Um, whether that be that you're competing and Protan is the sponsor sponsored, you know, the official tanning provider of that show. Um, and you meet one of our beloved Protan chicas that's spray tan. Um, whoever it is that you meet, they have your best interest at heart. They want to hear your story. They want to make sure your needs are met. Um, they want to find a connection with you. And they want to see you back again. So that's something that we take a lot of pride in that I think puts us, you know, at, at such a high level of professionalism of the type of company we are.
0: Yeah, you know, and that's so important because people don't realize, but like when you go and get tanned, it happens at every show. You can't compete without a tan. Hopefully you don't make that mistake and do that. Um, and that is such a huge part of like your show day, the day before that really sets the mood you know, and tone for the day when you come in for a service and, you know, you're so nervous, you're getting ready for the show. And, you know, the one thing you have to do obviously is the most uncomfortable part, getting undressed and getting your tan on. And it's so important to be able to talk with those people that are there that are helping you. And I know that, you know, over the years of, you know, getting tanned with people with, uh, with pro tan, you know, I've had lots of conversations with them and I've, I felt really, really good coming you know, out of a a tanning um, appointment. And it's definitely changed, you know, my whole mindset going on stage, how I felt that day. And it is so important. Like people don't realize how much of a role that, you know, the tanning companies play in your, in your show day, which is amazing.
1: Yeah. And, you know, I was, and it's something that I teach, you know, especially if I'm doing um, a training course for professional spray tanners is that when I'd started competition tanning, it's my why. It's my entire career and my entire life. Um, and, and what I do at Protan is surrounding this one why that happened over three years ago. And it was my very first show with Protan working as a spray tanner. Um, and I wouldn't even call myself a Protan Chica at that point. You know, I had to earn, earn my place, earn my title, um, earn the skill set and the respect for the company and the sport even further than what I was involved in before I kind of got that title. Um, but, I'd spray tanned, you know, I'd done competition tanning using the ProTan product independently on my own as a professional spray tanner. And so I'd go, I'd gone to work with the team for the very first time and it was a two day show, which means we sprayed for three days, uh, very, very long days, very long hours. Um, and I remember I had the same person at every single spray tan appointment, which first of all, it's so rare that that happens unless <laughs> you specifically say like, Hey, you know, is Alyssa available, you know, is she available to spray me? And if I'm not at that moment, you might have the opportunity to wait or you might be able to, you know, have an experience with another protein Chica because everybody is so highly qualified and trained. Um, so I got the same person over and over and over again. And this person was scared out of their mind. It was their very first show. I didn't know what to expect being it was my very first, you know, working at at a show with Protan. Um, and after the show, the finals were on the second day. Um, they came back to me and I thought I was a therapist. I thought I was put on this earth in that very moment to be their therapist through that. And I didn't know why. I had no idea why. Um, but I kept getting them. I kept calming them down. I kept reassuring them. I didn't I didn't know what, what I was doing at the time, but I was like, okay, this sounds about right. I'm going to say this. And they came back to me after the show and they didn't do very well in the show, but they said to me, You know what, Alyssa? All the time I spent with you, all the time I spent, you know, backstage in the oil station, touch up station, was the best part of my show. And I cannot wait. And are you going to be at this show? And are you going to be at that show? And I was so overwhelmed and I was so freaking tired and my body hurt. And I'd been up three days pretty much. I didn't know what to do with myself. I wasn't sure if this was going to be the end of my competition tanning career or it was going to be, you know, the start of my competition tanning career. And the wildest thoughts went through my head. This is why I was put on this earth. This is what I have to do. This is, you know, why I met these people. This is why I picked up spray paint, like all these wild things. And it really, I come back to it quite often, whether it's been a long day, a rough day, you know, traveling for the shows, anything, is that those experiences that us as the Pro Tan Chicas have for the five minutes you're in that tent, for the two minutes you're backstage with us oiling, that is a connection that you will always remember. And I'm so proud of that. And I'm so happy to be part of it. And there's not one pro chica that would say differently.
0: Wow. That's a wonderful story. And I, it's just, I love listening to you because it just gives us a different perspective of, you know, the people who are doing the job back there, you know, the people who are making us, you know, making sure that we're prepped, we're ready to go. And not only that, but we feel great about ourselves, you know, and that connection is so important to make. And it's, it's so, amazing that, you know, Protan really puts in so much effort to, you know, educate you guys to obviously, you know, create the brand awareness and to adhere to that so that everybody's having a great time. Everybody is, you know, making these connections and these friendships. And then they're also just creating more value for the brand, which is just so important. Absolutely. So I'm kind of curious because the first experience I ever had with Protan was way back in the day I was in high school and I remember (laughs) I remember we went to uh because that's when I did my first bodybuilding show ever and there was this little nutrition shop right by my house me and my mom we went in there and I bought like you know the protein that you can buy from the store and I remember like that was my first experience because at at high school they didn't have people tanning you and I was curious like how long has protein actually been around so 1987 oh my gosh that is
1: great <laughs> um was when protein was established and it actually so overnight competition color which is the product that you probably picked up that's the most well-known color in the world um it's now our base coat color because as the times um, have evolved a little bit more um we've gotten you know a little bit darker so we introduced a different color but 87 was when it was created before overnight competition color. Um, there was muscle up posing oil that mm-hmm. Stacy had created and it was to provide a sheen on stage. He noticed that, you know, competitors were using products that you could go grab at a Walmart, saw the opportunity to provide a, a good posing oil for the stage um, and started with that. But the true establishment of Protan Didn't occur until overnight competition color. So for over 30 years, um, this organization has been rocking and rolling in the competition tanning space. We've been a leader. We've been a leader in product development. Um, We've been a leader in service, as I've commented before. Um, And it's just kind of grown significantly since then. Um, In terms of spray tan teams, um, our teams have been around for, give or say, about 15 years. Um, I was still in high school or maybe middle school at the time. <laughs> so while I was doing geography, there was Carla Salati, which so many people are familiar with the OG. Um, Carla Salati was, you know, the person and backstage and, you know, she does this whole hand movement and she'll go dee dee dee, and it's her putting oil in her hands and, you know, shaking her hands around. I'm doing it right now as I'm saying it um and she would be backstage even before that having nothing to do with spray tanning cuz everybody would do it themselves and there would just be a couple girls at every show um just backstage helping you know put those finishing touches on oh, so wow. quite quite a bit of time there's a lot of history within the company yeah. so much history and you know and speaking of
0: you know tanning because this is obviously what we're talking about can you kind of tell us like why do bodybuilders tan in the first place what is the importance of it all and why do
1: we have to tan ourselves so putting it not in nerdy terms (laughs) yeah (laughs) I, I could really I could talk about this for hours and hours it's like my favorite topic um but to basically break it down um Lighter skin steps on stage, light hits it, um, and you need something to reflect off of it. So that's where a tan is introduced that helps highlight muscle definition and your physique's characteristics. You apply oil off of that so that the light can reflect off and you can actually see that definition.
0: Got it. Yeah, that's so important. I feel like people don't really, they don't really know that or, you know, if, I mean, if they've been tanning for a while, they might understand it, you know, they or they may, sometimes they might not know. So it's great to kind of just like get like a Mm -hmm. all, you know, general idea of like why it is that we, um, why is it so important for us to do that? So as far as like host tanning, you know, and shows and stuff like that. So like at every show, there's like a host tanning company and that's Mm -hmm. a company that basically, um, you know, the show recommends that you use because they're going to be at the shows. Now, do you always have to book with the host tanning companies or is this something that you
1: can do by yourself? So you don't have to um, go with the the host tanning company that's there. They're the official uh, tanning service provider of the event. And that's typically because there's been a partnership established between the promoter um, and the tanning company and so what a lot of people will do when Protan isn't present at the show, I mean, when they're not the official tanning company, and, and sometimes if Protan is there, and it's, it's something that I'm completely aware of and okay with as well, is that some people really love the option of doing it themselves. Um, remember, there was a time where the Protan chicas weren't, you know, set up in a room, tarps on the floor, plastic on the wall, spray guns, rocking and rolling for 12 hours, Um, And so they had to do it themselves. And and that's where our product line was established from the first place, was doing it themselves. Um, So that option is always available. You don't have to go with who's there. If Protan isn't at your show, you always have the option of getting that perfect, flawless um, stage color through the Protan products. But to answer your question no, you can always have the option of doing it yourself.
0: I love that. And, you know, all last year I used ProTan at every single show and I loved it. It was so, so easy to put on and it really, really changed, um, the way that I look like on stage because, um, I think the year prior I used Shantana, um, for a while because my coach at the time had always recommended that. And, um, it was just night and day difference. When I went back to ProTan, I was like, why did I ever not, you know, why did I ever leave ProTan? Like, crazy difference um I just like love the way that the tan goes on it's it's beautiful but um (laughs) I wanted speaking of like the way the tan goes on and how beautiful the products are so what exactly are the products that you
1: need to use in order to get that perfect perfect tan for show day so without a doubt if you do anything 1000% right through the entire process even though the entire process you're gonna get right because it's so easy Um, is people really underestimate the importance of exfoliation. Um, And so the most important product in your tanning kit is going to be an exfoliator. We have ours. It's called Get Buffed. It's the perfect amount um, of abrasive, but not too abrasive. It does its trick. It has natural oils in it, um, which people think that you shouldn't use something um, with oils, but natural oils won't create a barrier on the skin. Um, But it is a product that removes the dead skin from your skin. That was redundant, but removes the dead skin from your skin, essentially, um, and creates a nice foundation for the tan to be laid on. After that, what you're going to want to have in your kit is going to be a base coat. Now, Protan works on the color progression process. So that means I can't take you from very, very light to very, very dark in a snap Um, we have that gradual process and that gradual process allows you to reveal that true deep dark natural brown and that deep dark natural brown is what you're gonna want on stage so you have your get buffed which is your ace boon coon of exfoliators you're gonna have your overnight competition color which is your base coat and the next product you're gonna have is your top coat bronzer that is your finishing top coat that you'll apply to your skin The morning um, of your contest. It's so easy to touch up. It's pretty much just topical. The most beautiful part about our products is that after rinsed off, you're left with a natural, beautiful tan off the beaches. um, And you're not left with any of that crackling, you know, stained, ugly skin that so many people are fearful of. Mm -hmm. Um, What was that? Blotchiness. (laughs) Yeah, it really, a lot of people. Uh, kind of are scared of what it's gonna look like afterwards, but the beautiful part about protein is that by gradually developing that base, um, you know that first step. and it's it's not a one-time thing where you just slap on, you know one base coat and then put on your top coat and you're done. It is a gradual process that you need to add, you know, multiple coats really depending on where your natural skin tone is and where you're starting. and if you had a base tan before that, were you laying in the sun? Were you going to a tanning bed, anything like that? Um, But it's, it's really, honestly, it's pretty. I have no other word to explain it except for it's just really pretty to where you wouldn't really know that, that you had a competition. Um, The final, final step is obviously your stage finishers being one of your posing oils that you choose from. Um, I think it's always great to have it in your arsenal, to have it in your kit. Thankfully, a bottle of that lasts a pretty, you know, long time. It'll last a couple of shows, Um, but sometimes, you know, the show promoters do have people backstage that even if you do the tan yourself, there's somebody there that can help you with oil. Or, you know, make sure you have some gloves. And I'm sure there's a fellow competitor um that you met five seconds prior who was showing you what flavor Oreos they picked up for after the show that (laughs) will gladly throw on um a pair of gloves to help you with your oil. So those four products are so vital and there's so many more on our product line than I can tell you buy one of everything. Um but that's like the guts. That's the important guts of perfecting your competition color.
0: Definitely. I agree with you 110%. I've used all of those products and love them, especially the get buffed. I literally ask for that every single Christmas so I never have to pay for it. Um and then usually like at shows, like big shows, um I go, I don't remember the guy's name, but he's always at the Pro Tan booth and um, I go and I'm always like, can you? I always try to get a good deal. Like, try to buy as many as possible.
1: <laughs> yeah, honestly, your best. Sorry, Stacy. Once once he listens to this, is there's always great promotions and there's so many athletes that we're affiliated with um, that can provide you with discount codes. Um, there's different events that we're at. If we're the the host tanning company, um, we almost always will have products with us to retail for you guys. Um, but the greatest deal you could really get. Is going to be at those trade shows because that's Mm -hmm. our opportunity to be in front of, you know, athletes from all over the country, all over the world. We've met people from the craziest places at, at the Arnold and at the Olympia, and it's the perfect opportunity for us to educate you in person and get you what you need at such a great price as well.
0: I do want to talk about um, the the coats because you were discussing before this that, you know, depending on if you tan before, if you didn't tan before. Oh, actually, that's a good question. So should you get a tan before you tan yourself?
1: (laughs) So there's a couple different ways that you can obtain your base tan. Okay. There's good old vitamin D. And that's by going outside. Now, the only thing you have to be careful of, I'm a ghost. I'm very pasty. I am the color of Elmer's glue for me and not, the, not the, the cute magenta kind. I'm like the, the whitest of white Elmer's glue. <laughs> if I were to go outside right now, I would burn because I would go the week before if I didn't think anything of it, I'd be like, okay, let's start getting a base tan. I'd go the week before and I'd lay outside and I will burn to a crisp because I'm that white. Um, and so what you need to be careful of is not do what Alyssa would do is you want to make sure that you're gradually building that tan. So that might be an hour here, an hour there, and that sometimes is being started like a month in advance, pretty much. Okay. Um, I recommend two weeks before, two to four weeks before, if you're going that route. Um, but just being really, really careful about, um, you know, how much skin you're, how much sun you're exposing your skin to. So you want to be careful. Be careful of that. The second option that you can do is visiting a tanning salon near you. Sometimes they'll have packages. Some people already have a membership. Some people will belong to a gym that have it. You just want to make sure you're using a high-quality lotion while visiting those beds because what it's going to do is restore the moisture back into your skin. It is a very vital organ. Um, so you want to make sure you're taking care of it, but just like the sun, you want to make sure that you're not burning in that bed because remember it's a lot more UV exposure in a shorter amount of time in an enclosed space being inside those beds. Um, so many people will be like, Oh, they're not safe. Oh, my dermatologist said this. Oh, this, that smart use of UV is okay. Unfortunately, there's not that much education out in the world on how to properly use those beds. So that's your option two. option three Um, which is my most favorite option, to be honest, is let's say you're going to get a spray tan from the professional company. Let's say you're doing it yourself. Start a little bit earlier. Use the overnight competition color. After all of your exfoliation, apply that to your skin. Throw on some gloves, dip your sponge, rub it all over your body. And there's something called DHA in there. That's dihydroxyacetone. It's basically a sugar polymer that binds to the top layer of your skin and develops into that nice dark brown, because that's also mixed with dyes, but I'm not gonna to get too, not, too nerdy on you right now, but that is gonna be your safest, most efficient, quickest, and most flawless with the best results that you could possibly have to obtain that base tan. So when you do
0: that, let's say, okay, so for starters, like these are all really good ideas to develop a base tan and you agree that it's important to make sure
1: you have a good base. 100%. Remember, if you were to take, I use the comparison with makeup with a lot of women and because I'm going to make the assumption that so many women are going to listen to this um, podcast today, you females can can relate to this so well, is what's going to happen if I have a blank canvas on my face and I go put foundation on it and then I let it, let it be. And then I go put more foundation on it and then I let it be. And then I go put more foundation on it and I let it be what's going to happen. If I were to put so many layers of something with a color in it on my skin, it's probably going to look caked up. It's going to be super duper. There's just too many layers on top of the skin versus if I gradually do something to reach it to the point, now remove the fact that it's not going to be caked up. But what I mean is gradually do it. Apply something, rinse it off. Apply something, rinse it off. Apply something, finish it off. Then I might have a better result. So I can't take you from very, very light to very, very dark in a matter of a snap, which is why that base coat is so important. That's why that gradual tanning process is so important. So if anybody's ever had an experience before where they've gotten spray tanned, you know, let's say, Saturday contest, Friday afternoon, and then they go back Friday night, and then they freak out because their coach said I wasn't dark enough. So then they go back, and the tanner's like, okay, I'm just going to throw some more on you. And then they have an appointment the next day, and then they go put more on. How many people have had the, exp- I'm asking a question as if they're all going to answer yeah. <laughs> How many, raise your hand, girls. How many people, you know, unfortunately have maybe had that experience to where by the time they step on stage, they're so dark, too dark and a little muddy, which isn't, Mm -hmm. you know, that's not a favorable result. That's why that gradual process is so vital.
0: So you're absolutely right. Like you don't want to be cakey. You don't want that to happen. And usually like what I do is I put on, you know, the overnight coat and then I rinse. And then the next day I put on, you know, another coat. Now you did mention that if you have fair skin, you're going to want to start a little bit earlier. How many
1: days prior to show day do you want to start tanning? You know, that that's a great question because everybody's different. I will forever say that competition tanning is circumstantial based on your skin tone, your timing, where you are, when you're traveling. You know, some women come down to, you know, your coach having you, you know, train that morning, that afternoon. There's so many different factors that go into it. Now, I'm lighter skin. If it were me, the route I personally would go is probably Thursday morning, you know, I would do my last exfoliation early Thursday morning and I would apply, you know, overnight competition color to my skin. And then I'd wait about eight hours. I'd allow that development of that DHA to take place and I might put on another application. I might sleep in that and then Friday morning, wake up and I'm going to rinse that off because again, going back to, you know, my, my makeup example is I don't want too much of that cosmetic color on my skin. Cause I want that favorable, smooth result. I don't want, you know, muddy cakiness. Um, so I'll, I'm going to take a shower, but remember I can't, sh- I'm not going to shave. I'm not going to exfoliate because once I started applying color to my skin, all of those prep steps no longer can occur. Because then I risk removing the color off of my fresh skin. Oh. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Right. So I'm not done with my base building yet because, remember, I'm the color of Elmer's glue. hmm And so I'm going to apply another application of my overnight competition color. And I'm going to allow that to develop. And at that point, I'm probably going to gauge where I am because that top coat color is going to bring me, you know, three to five shades darker, you can say. Um, It really depends, Um, but I'm going to rely on, you know, my thought process. I'm going to rely on the fact that I reached out to Protan beforehand to find out, you know, Hey, what do you think the best protocol is going to be? Because I'm going to send the girls at Protan, you know, one of my check-in pictures, hint, hint girls, (laughs) (laughs) send me one of your check-in pictures and I'll help you out with getting the most perfect protocol down. Um, And then I'll kind of gauge from there if I want to put on another, application of overnight competition color, or if I want to leave it, allow it to keep developing. And then the next morning after I do my hair and makeup, or, you know, I pay one of these lovely artists out there to glam me up. I have nothing to worry about the next morning. I don't have to go to a spray tan appointment. I don't have to wake up early to make sure that it's accommodating, you know, the schedule of my hair and makeup artists. I can wake up the next morning I could be relaxed, stress free, and know that when I get to the venue, I could put that top coat color on myself and be ready to rock and roll. Wow, awesome!
0: No, I love that. I love, I love that you gave us all of that information because you're right. Like it, it really does depend on, um, you know, the color of your skin and and um, you know to to create that perfect color. Now, is there any tips on how you can? I guess. Figure out what the perfect color for stage would be because people have that problem all the time. I know I've had that issue before where I felt like I was too dark on stage. I was like, man, I look way too dark, you know? Or, you know, there's other girls that are like, man, I wasn't dark enough. Is there any tips to kind of figure out where you kind of need to be? Or is you it know, all a guessing game?
1: <laughs> I, I don't want to answer with it's all a guessing game because that sounds like I don't know what I'm doing, but it's all a a guessing game in a way. Um, there's, like I said before, it's so circumstantial, so circumstantial that you don't know. You, you are you you don't know. You're not in control of what kind of lights the promoter is going to have. You're not going up there, not there and engaging the lights. You know, um, it's not like you're going to hold some sort of fancy schmancy nerd alert tool to the light to be like, okay, well this says it's this many, blah 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 blah. So this is what I'm going to do to my tan. Nobody's doing that. Like we're, we're thinking about Oreos guys. We're thinking about Oreos. Um, so you, you're not in control of that. But what I can say is if everybody can remember in their mind, deep, dark, natural tan, deep, dark, natural tan, a deep, dark, natural tan will guarantee perfection every single time. Because it's just enough color to the skin before crossing that that line of too dark um, that you're still going to be presented well on stage. Your features, your characteristics, everything you've worked so hard for is going to be revealed in the perfect light regardless of what light's going to be there. So if you can always remember deep, dark, natural tan and know that when you're done with your top coat, you can look in the mirror and be like, now that, that's what Alyssa meant that's that deep, dark, natural tan, stick with that and you'll be safe. If you don't stick with that, what are you going to think about the lights? Am I too light? Am I dark enough? Am I, am I this? Am I that? Wow. What do I look like? Well, when I go out into the natural sunlight versus my hotel room or, you know, I have this ring light in my room, there's so many things that are going to go through your head. Stick with deep, dark, natural tan. Love it. And,
0: and, you know, we did talk a little bit about hair and, and, um, this was something that some of the girls in the Bikini Diaries, um, community was asking about is hair. Um, they are wondering like, how long, you know, do you need to shave before you, um, you know, how long, how long after you shave or how long are you supposed to, you know what I'm trying to say?
1: <laughs> I get what you're saying. So there's so many different <laughs> avenues of hair removal, um, one is sugaring or waxing. I if you have somebody that does sugaring near you. Ladies, if you have not tried sugaring, you're missing out. Um, I think that it is less painful than waxing. Um and it's also more natural. It's literally just a honey sugar water paste. Um and what it also does is it helps exfoliate your skin and it's not so hot to where it can like burn you because of burn left on your skin. Um will be shown a lot more in, uh, like, once you put tanner on your skin, self-tanner on your skin. Um, So if you have the option of sugaring, I 1000% suggest giving that a try. Um, But if you're doing any sugaring or waxing, I recommend that it's done no sooner than three to five days before you start your tanning process. And that's because I think that you need additional sessions of exfoliating to make sure that all of those remnants are removed from the skin. So any extra wax, um, any of the paste, any product that they're they're putting on your skin to like soothe it afterwards. Normally it's like a really oily serum that goes whether it's on your bikini line or on your face, your underarms. Some women I know do, you know, neck to the toes of waxing. God bless y'all. And so that's why you want to start really early on that. Um, for shaving, you want to avoid, you know, those razors that have like smooth strip, soothing, yeah, vitamin E oil, cocoa shea butter, soothe where you're shaving. Those also are the types of razors that while it's safe to shave up until 12 hours before your tanning appointment, um, those strips are what's going to inhibit, you know, the the success of the tan. So anytime you're doing any type of hair removal with a razor, you just want to make sure you're exfoliating really, really, really well after that um, to make sure that you've removed any of those remnants off, you know, those, those shaving strips. So uh, waxing, sugaring three to five days before the tanning process begins. Not before your show, before the tanning process begins, shaving no sooner than twelve hours before is my recommendation. That's where I've seen the best success, and that's with a very good exfoliation session afterwards.
0: I had one girl who mentioned that you know she was doing the Arnold, and that's like a three day show. Like I think they go on on Thursday, and then like finals is on Saturday, so they it, it takes them a while. You know, like obviously the show's a lot longer, and then there's girls who have two day shows. Now is Ow. it? Oh, I mean, I know you said you can't. You're not supposed to shave, but are you able to shave if you're rinsing or is it just like once you get that canner on there, like you can't shave after that, like
1: don't do it. So if you're doing another funny thing, cause Stacey and I were just talking about this today, it was a question that's been brought up. So we just filmed a little one minute or to post is that anytime that you're doing a two day show, you should rinse without a doubt. You should rinse, whether that's, you're doing your own tan or there's a professional tanner, you should be able to rinse and reapply that finishing top coat. Um, it'll be nice, fresh, crispy for the stage. Now, if you have to shave, if you have that fast of a regrowth, the best thing I could recommend is those super duper cheap razors that you might need to use like five to your normal one, but they don't have that strip on it and very gentle, with not applying too much pressure, you should be safe because then you're going to end up putting more color on top of it. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, that, that finishing touch. So, you know, 99.9% of the time you're safe doing that, but just remember, don't apply too much pressure. Um, Don't go slap happy. Um, And unfortunately, you know, using a cream of some sort is out of the question as well as any like conditioners or anything like that. I don't recommend um, to use because that can, you know, start stripping the tan, but... You can't exfoliate after that either, right? Correct. Okay. That's why using one of those super cheap ones that don't, like razors, that don't have that strip on it, that um, conditioning strip, is very important.
0: Okay. And what about girls who decide that they don't want (laughs) to shave? Does that affect how they look on stage or does that affect how the tan, you know, gets applied to your skin?
1: Um, so yes and no. Um, you know, when you're spraying something on top of the skin, anything that's in its way might have an effect. So if you have a hair follicle, like a long hair follicle, um, that is in the way of the spray tan solution, laying on top of the skin, absorbing and developing, then you might face a challenge. It's rare, um, that women won't. Um, Robin Maher, Do you know who that is? Yes, I do. She's on here. I love her with all my heart and soul. She is um, an IFBB professional um, as well as she is a judge. Um, This year she was the athlete liaison um, for the Mr. Olympia. um, And she's a promoter of the Wasatch Warrior um, in Utah. So she's phenomenal. She actually, she's my um, hype woman anything that has anything to do with the pro tan education she's all about. Um, But she actually posted a picture and I'll, I'll get it for you so you could post it on here. And it was a woman. It was an athlete who was pumping up before going on stage. Um, And in the light, she had hairs on her glutes. Oh my gosh. And like, it was, it was like lighter peach fuzz, but it was crazy to see we had posted it and everybody was like, Oh my gosh, I didn't even think about that. Um, and it was really interesting for people to see because we don't always think like certain areas of our body it's peach fuzz. It might be blonde, but I might be able to see it under lights. Now, remember the judges are further away from you. They might not be seeing it, but some women just want to be extra safe, um, in that realm of things, which is why they'll wax or shave, you know, their whole body. Um, so, when we're talking about like the arms and the legs, it's very rare that I see women that don't shave. It's not the biggest problem in the world. The solution still gets on. Um, but we do recommend full hair removal for, for men and women. But since we're talking about women, um, definitely y- you should. Um, it's not the end of the world if you do not. And you know, I don't think you mentioned, but what was your preference for hair removal? Like what method? Sugaring. Sugaring. Okay. Sugaring. 100% sugaring. Um, there's, you know, you shave and it's just getting off that top revealing follicle. When you sugar or wax, you're completely removing the the follicle from the root. Now my preference in sugaring comes from A, it's natural, B, it's gentle, C, the likelihood of those remnants from that sugar paste being left on the skin are so much more slim to none than like a beeswax that you go to, um, for like every day you know use you some places that use like that hard wax um you know remnants are left um as well as the heat of it you don't really need to heat up sugar the way that you have to heat up like a beeswax
0: wow that's wonderful i've actually never done that before so now i feel like i have to try it
1: <laughs> yeah 10 out of 10 recommend
0: And then I know we were already – we already kind of talked about, you know, um, exfoliating and how important that is. But I think we failed to mention um, when you should start exfoliating
1: before your show. So the skin shedding cycle, everybody's a little bit different. Um, Most people are around like a 9 to 14-day skin shedding cycle. Um, So I – the best, best, best – my recommendation is like two weeks out, begin lightly exfoliating about like every other day in the skin. You don't want to be too abrasive on the skin. Some people will be like, oh yeah, I'm going to remove all this dead skin. Like, let me go at it and just start scrubbing away. And that can actually have like an adverse effect on the skin. um, And your skin won't be, you know, very happy with you. So if you can start about, you know, 10 days before, That's like the best case scenario. And just lightly exfoliate. You're getting in the shower anyway, sometimes twice a day, depending on, you know, if you're doing your cardio in the morning and your resistance training in the evening, anything like that. Um, But you are okay, you know, five to seven days before that, you know, exfoliating a little bit each day. But if you're starting earlier, you know, you can go about every other day up until about those last four to five days. Make sure you're exfoliating every day. And do you recommend any kind of moisturizer after exfoliation? So if you have really dry skin, it's really important to keep the skin um, hydrated. However, you shouldn't use lotion um, like the day that you're obviously no lotions, no deodorants, no perfumes, you know, the day that you're starting your tanning process. So my best recommendation that I tell people is before your last two exfoliating sessions is when you should stop. So... Let's say I'm starting on Thursday morning and I'm going to shower on Wednesday night and I'm going to shower again on Thursday morning before I start tanning. Wednesday morning is going to be the last time that I put on lotion if I have super duper dry skin.
0: Got it. And, you know, one thing I love about the buff, seriously, like you – I don't know. I guess you talked about the natural oils like it makes you feel like you don't really need lotion because your skin just feels so smooth afterwards.
1: Right. Is- so it's uh, really
0: important uh, to keep
1: it hydrated. Um but it's also important to keep it dry, which that makes zero sense. Like I'm fully aware that that makes <laughs> zero sense. Um but you know, tanning sandpaper is very hard. Um your skin isn't going to completely dry out in a matter of 8 to 12 hours to where it's sandpaper. Um, but that gap buff it, it really is like, I can't stress it enough that I've used so many different exfoliating products before, you know, you want to stay away from those products like dove or drugstore brands that are a creamy consistency with a really light bead in it. That'll say like body polish or body, you know, scrub or something. You don't know what's in it. The creamy base most likely Nine out of 10 times will leave a film over the skin. That film over the skin um, creates a barrier, doesn't allow the product to develop on your skin. You know, it, some really poor results have come from somebody, you know, on a Wednesday night going to CVS and just grabbing a body polish. Got it. Yeah. So um, get buffed, guys. You got to get it. <laughs>
0: End of story. That's, that's what she's trying to say.
1: Exactly. Podcast over. Done. Like, (laughs) that's
0: all you need to know. But, um, with, um, you know, what about like the things that go wrong? So like some of the things that I've seen as some girls look green, um, or like they, I don't know, like they change colors. Some girls have looked really like golden. Like
1: what about the greenness? How do you avoid your, your, uh, yourself from turning green? So the great thing is with Protan, you'll never have to worry about that. And I'm not just saying that. It it truly is. The way that it is formulated, there's absolutely no way. But if you have seen anybody um, that has turned any type of color, which actually, let me backtrack. I've seen green on top of somebody's armpit when there's a load of Old Spice deodorant still on it um, because it's just a counteraction with the chemicals that are in a deodorant. I want to say in five years, I've probably seen that once, maybe twice. And that was because whoever didn't choose to listen to skin preparation instructions, which lesson number two always follow your skin preparation instructions. Um, But you won't have to worry about the green with protein. But if you have ever seen it, there's a couple different reasons. You know, from a different product, it would either be A, maybe their friend found a bottle of old, you know, different product solution applied it to the skin Um, oxygen had reached that product and it was just an old product that turned color. Um, Another reason could be the pH in the skin is off and isn't reacting well with that product line specifically um, and might turn some colors from that. I think everybody has this like thought that, Oh my God, I'm going to turn green and suddenly you're going to look like Fiona from Shrek. (laughs) And, and that really, you, you don't look like Fiona. But like the Cameron Diaz style, you know, um, <laughs> the it is Cameron Diaz, right? I think so. Okay, so I don't, <laughs> I don't mind looking like a green Cameron Diaz, but uh, it really it's it honestly it just looks like a a gray grayish green ugh, tint to you. Like people think that oh my god I'm gonna turn green because somebody's gonna say oh I hope you don't turn green, um but that's not that's not what it looks like at all. So it could be bad product. It could be, you know, the pH of the skin is off. Um, and you can't really change your pH just in a snap. That might be something that you and your coach have to work with. If you have any experience or have had any, you know, issues in the past with certain foods, not reacting to your body. If there's been any other adverse reactions, that might be a sign. Um, trying to think why else there might be like that color. It's very rare. If you've noticed, it's it's very very rare. Some people will mistake just a poorly done, you know, spray tan with green when it's just not. Can your hormones affect it at all or no? Um it can. Um again, it's it's a rare occurrence. Um but the heart anything like hormone related would also be like a direct relation to the pH in your skin because pH is actually changed from the inside out. Um not the outside in, so it's not like I can apply you know, get buffed in one day, and immediately that happened. There are pH balancing properties to it, but of course, its effects occur, you know, over time. Um, but the any of like the hormone issues are also related to just the pH.
0: So, another member of the bikini diaries um, community asked about acne and if this affects
1: your tan at all. Um, there's certain. I think I is, is it Accutane, right? Accutane's that prescription. Yeah. For acne. Right. So, um, I've never had an experience with Accutane before. I have spoken to a couple different athletes that in general, anything applied to their skin while on Accutane, um, you know, they're not sure, like, it's kind of like a shot in the dark of what the result might be on top of their skin. Um, you know, anything that has to do with, if you have any like open sores from the acne, um, if it's on your body, obviously I can avoid your face if it's on your body. Anything like acne, any other skin issues like eczema, we've dealt with before. Um, It just comes down to like a consult with who's spray tanning you to kind of figure out the best case scenario um, for application. Whether that's you know gradually applying spray tans and maybe coming back for you know a different coat at a different time to make sure that your skin stays happy with it. Again, we can avoid the face if if it's just on the face and that's that's just dealing with makeup. Um, but if you have it in any other areas, you're completely fine. There's nothing in the product that, you know, is going to hurt you. Um, but there's definitely other areas like if you're on certain medications that you should, you know, consult with your physician beforehand to make sure that, you know, you're in a safe place. Your health comes first.
0: Definitely. And, and what about women with, like, tattoos? Because I know, you know, a lot of girls have tattoos. Some girls, they don't want to cover it, but then other girls do. Is there anything that you use and do you guys
1: have any products for covering the tattoos or? Yes. Yeah, do we actually have, um, we do have a tattoo cover up palette. Oh, that, that could be utilized. Um, and basically it's just to conceal. Now, um, tattoo cover up is a very sensitive topic for me because I think that there's been improper. I don't think I know my friend that there's been improper education that's been put out there um, that it covers your definition. It, covers this, it co- you know, it covers that, cover it up. Judges aren't going to want to see this. Judges aren't going to want to see that. Now, if you have a tattoo on your tush that is incredibly inappropriate, okay, sis, let's cover it. If we have, you know, spring break 2007's butterfly on the center of our back, You're not being judged on 2007's Spring Break Butterfly in Panama City (laughs) Beach. You know, why are we going to add something to the skin that we have to watch it? We have to make sure that we're working around it when we're oiling. You're not being judged on your Panama City, you know, decision over here. You're being judged on your presentation, even though that's part of your presentation. But, you know, you're posing how you come off in in general, Uh your suit. Your symmetry, your muscle definition, there's so much more that you're being judged on than Panama City Beach's, you know, butterfly. Then we go into, well, what if you have a tattoo on an area where definition is shown and we want to make sure that it's not a distraction? Well, applying something over that and, and camouflaging it might actually completely remove any of the definition. So why why are we going to take that risk going on stage? Does that make sense?
0: Oh, it makes perfect sense. And okay. thank you for <laughs> giving us that analogy. Like, I loved it because it definitely put things into perspective.
1: Yeah. And, you know, there's so many. I have so much respect for, you know, women that, you know, have a different story, you know, why they're in in competing. What have they done 10 years prior to that? What motivated them? Mothers who, you know, might have had a tattoo you know, on their lower ab region, had children, you know, the effects of children, you know, on the body, stuff like that. And they want to cover things up and it's like, okay, but why am I going to apply something to the skin that, you know, now we have to blend completely around it. You're not being judged on it anyway. So Mm -hmm. why are we going to potentially, you know, hurt that area and possibly around it just because it's something, you know, we're just going to work through us being self-conscious about that one specific area. And, you know, we've even gone as far as opening that discussion with some top level judges in the IFBB pro league and the NPC to say, you know, let's talk about this. This isn't something that's talked about in judging. We're talked about what your mandatories are. You know, we talk about, you know, how far up your tush the suit can go, you know, whether men can wear metallic posing trunks or not at finals there's all those discussions but there's certain things that we haven't talked about and that's one of them and we took it as far as opening that discussion discussion to say hey where where are we at with this on camouflaging and most of those judges also came back with saying if you want to cover it cover it but you're not being judged on it so why potentially hurt it so Mm -hmm. you know we created it because we we saw a need you know internationally it was becoming a lot more popular um, and we're here to to create solutions. So, you know, we do it that way. Professionally, it's not something I 100% recommend.
0: Now, what about putting tanner on your face? Because I know, you know, a lot of makeup artists are, you know,
1: they they say you shouldn't. What does Protan think? Um, So Protan believes that if you're putting makeup on your face, you can do whatever you want underneath it. However, a lot of people, a lot of, I'm going to say women, a lot of women do want um, you know, when we're spraying their base coat to just lightly spray their face. That way when they rinse after show, they don't look like a q tip to where they have this tanned body even after that rinse, because it still leaves you with that natural tan. So you don't have um a very white face and, you know, a very you know, lighter face and then a a tanner body. So a lot of people vo- will request, you know, a light spray just because of that. And a lot of people won't because they're like, oh, what the hey? I bought the tan remover. I'm going to try and completely remove the tan in general. Um, and my makeup artist can just have a clean, you know, canvas to work off of. Okay. But what do you think? <laughs> um, okay. Honestly, I personally like um, not doing it for stage because then – the artist has that perfectly fresh, clean canvas to work on. And remember, you're wearing that makeup. Sometimes you're getting your makeup done at four o'clock in the morning. Um, Let's say your bikini, a lot of regions for our bikini girls. You guys are last on stage for both pre-judge and finals. Um, And you might be getting your makeup done at at four o'clock in the morning and your pre-judge isn't until 11. And then you're in that face all day. And you know, depending on the size of the show, you might not hitting the might not be hitting the final stage till eight o'clock, ten o'clock at night. Um, and so having that fresh canvas for that makeup artist to work off of um, kind of keeps it nice and crispy for an entire day. That's what I would do personally, but it's all personal preference.
0: Definitely. Well, I agree, and I, I, um, I love your your input. <laughs> yeah. So, what innovations are in the works for Proton? Is there anything that we should be looking out for?
1: So, there's a couple things that we're working on. Rome wasn't built in a day, guys. Thirty plus years in the making. Um, there's a couple different things that we've just been spending the past two years. Really listening to competitors. Um, I don't want to sound negative, but listening to their complaints on what isn't in the competition tanning arena, and what we could do as a company to to close that gap of things. Um, I can't give away too much on it, um, but we're just making the entire process and introducing products um, that just make the comfortability of the tanning process a lot easier for you in many different spaces.
0: Speaking of products, could you just kind of briefly go over some of the other products that we didn't mention just to help some of the girls out? Cause I'm sure they're curious at like all the different things you guys, and you guys do have quite a bit of things.
1: Um, We do. We're, we're solution providers and that's not just tanning solution. If there's something that has to be done as a competitor, we're going to solve it for you. So let me take a deep breath. Okay. We have a gentle cream hair remover. We have our Get Buffed. We have our Two Minute Tan, which is our everyday self-tanner. We have our Sunny Day, which is our gradual self-tanning lotion, also a wonderful product to build that base and add moisture into the skin. We have our solution range of of colors. Um, We have our finishing touches. What we are most known for in that arena is our Show Shine, our Muscle Juice, and our Bikini Bite. Our Bikini Bite is in Spray On and Roll On. Um, you'll see us backstage often using the spray on for hygiene purposes. Um, we have hot stuff, which is a vasodilator that a lot of men love to use in spot areas being, you know, a quad sweep, their shoulders, their chest. Um, and we also have a tan remover, which is God's gift to earth, guys. If you are a competitor and you don't have a bottle of this in your arsenal, you have to grab it. Um, It's phenomenal. It's amazing. Um, And so that pretty much covers it all. We have our, you know, our Muscle Juice, our Show Shine. Those are two of our different oils. We have our Hot Stuff. Um, We have Quick Bronze, which is a posing gel that has a brown tint to it. Um, We have Muscle Sheen, which is that same posing gel that creates a nice sheeny look, finishing touch on the skin. We just really have something for everyone, no matter your skin tone, your division, the steps you're taking, whether you're getting a professional tan by us, um, by somebody else that's using the ProTan product, um, doing it yourself, all of that, there's something for you on the product line.
0: Got it. Thank you so much, Alyssa. That was amazing. <laughs>
1: you're so welcome. <laughs>
0: um, you know, I, want, I did want to mention one product that I use that I love was the Ultra Dark. Um, Do you recommend people using the Ultra Dark and why was was that even created?
1: So um, Super Dark, it's Overnight Competition Color Super Dark, dark, is a wonderful product to use. Now, if I haven't said this enough, competition tanning is circumstantial. (laughs) Um, But it's not confusing, I promise. Super Dark was created because we are worldwide. We've tanned. Well over a million athletes around the entire globe. Um, And what we were finding is that a lot of contests internationally don't have some of the luxuries that here in the United States we have, being that the day before our check-ins, you know, weigh-ins, base tanning, all of that. And so we're partnered with a lot of really great spray tan organizations um, around the world. And the problem that they were facing is that they weren't able to reach the depth of darkness required for stage and needed something that aided in that base coat process that was a little bit darker. And so that's why Super Dark was created. It's our original base formula with three times the depth of darkness. So those cosmetic bronzers that are in it that make it look very brown um, is just three times darker. It's a great product to use. Um, A lot of people have gotten really creative with their tanning protocol. Um, It eliminates, you know, if you can go back, you know, 20-ish minutes when you asked me how my tanning process would be in my Elmer's Glue natural skin tone. um, That's how I would use regular, you know, our original overnight color. But a lot of people aren't able to do that based off of their timing. Like I mentioned, sometimes you're training up until the morning before check-ins. You're working. You know, I've I've had physicians call me and be like, I'm literally working until Thursday night. There's no way I can have Tanner on my body. Um, They're washing their hands a lot, you know, any kind of careers that involve water, stuff like that um, it's a great product to use because you can reach that depth of darkness without doing as many of those like three base coats, as I mentioned.
0: Got it. Thank you so much. Yeah. I love that. I love that stuff. And, and, you know, um, I did want to ask another question, um, about tanning and skin color. What if you are darker, you know, if you, you know, like me, um, what do you recommend for that? How many coats do we need? Or, you know, do you, you know, what do you recommend? (laughs)
1: So we everybody has a different idea of what their natural skin tone is. I've had somebody that has really, you know, nice Italian olive skin tell me they're super white and I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> um, that's, no, you're not. Um, and so, I mean, that goes across all different skin tones and, and that range is everybody's a little bit different. If you're on, you know, the truly darker natural skin tone, you still should apply color to the skin um and the best thing that i always recommend on that is a good base coat and that's pretty much almost your only coat you know the evening before that way you know you slap it on you can rest you allow the product to do its trick develop it will get a little bit darker overnight and then all you got to do is put on you know your finishing touches you know pick the oil of your choice pick your poison I guess you could say you're good poison um, and you're, you're ready to rock and roll. But regardless of your skin tone, you should have a tan on without a doubt. There is a very, very vast difference.
0: So with, um, with tanning, because it's so important, we, you know, after listening to this, you know that you have to get a tan. Everybody's probably wondering, how much does it cost? How much does it cost, you know, when you're going to your
1: show and you, you know, you book your tanning appointment, what is ProTan Run? So a professional spray tan can cost anywhere from $100 to $150, depending on the applications you choose. Okay. Um, that's with our organization. You know, we have many different affiliates around the country that are utilizers of the ProTan product line and are trained in our protocols. Their pricing might be different since they're, you know, their own independent business. But you can pretty much always bet that you won't really see a full tanning package any lower than 100 to 125, depending on who's spraying you. Um, If you're looking for, you know, a a more convenient and price cost efficient option, uh, DIY is something to explore as well. Um, and, And getting a full tanning kit, for example, I believe it's $105 total online, but that comes with Uh, Your Get Buffed, that comes with a full bottle of your base coat, a full bottle of your top coat, um, a full bottle of the Show Shine, and a full bottle of the Bikini Bite. So what's cool about it is it's almost like an initial investment in some of those tools. But let's say you go through majority of that base coat product, you're definitely going to have leftover product of that top coat. And you're definitely going to have leftover product of that oil. And you're definitely going to have some leftover product of that Bikini Bite. So for your next competition that season, you'll really only have to go in and purchase, you know, an additional bottle of that overnight competition color. So you might be buying all those tools in advance, but it's setting you up and, and preparing your arsenal for the remainder of the season. So in that sense, it's a lot more cost efficient.
0: Yeah, I think it's way more cost efficient. And um, it's such a great alternative. And it's so easy to tan yourself. I love it. I mean, I do I do like, you know, being able to go there and get it done. It's one less thing you don't have to worry about. But you know, if you're trying to save money and you're doing, you know, you're in the Airbnb situation, <laughs> then I definitely recommend it. But, you know, Alyssa, you have been amazing. I mean, we have learned just so much from you. I feel like every time I've, I've listened to you, um, you know, because I've heard you in the past, it's like I learned something new every single time. I think
1: that's so wonderful. I'm so excited. I really, you know, we believe that education is key, um, especially in such such a circumstantial space. Um, that you've put so much work in and that if our organization, our lessons, our products can ease your experience and really make sure that we're honing in on, on having the best competition weekend and finishing off a long prep with success. That's what we're here for. And and there's a reason why, you know, we always say go with the pros is because we've really created this space to make sure everybody can have a successful tanning experience. Alyssa, what are some of your personal goals? My personal goals, um, are we talking personal for the organization or personal within myself? In you. In me. Both. Both. Okay, so on the pro, that's easy because all I do is (laughs) pro-tan. On the pro-tan side of things is I really, you know, set the big goal uh, for the 2020 year is I want to make sure that we are setting the record straight on so many different myths amongst athletes as well as professional spray tanners and spreading education even further and pushing the limit even further than we already have for the past three years. Um, Because there's just so many questions that come up. There's so many people that don't know the entire process of anything to do the competition tanning or the wrong information is being translated. So my biggest goal this year is to really bridge that gap and put the right information out there. Um, being that it's coming from such a well-known and reputable organization of ourselves. Um, As far as my personal goals, you guys probably aren't going to be so happy to hear this, but I think I traveled 30 or 31 times in the 2019 season. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I love my career. I love my job. I love the women I work with. I love the athletes I come across. I love the judges I cross paths with. I love my job more than life itself, but I really want to work on balance personally in 2020. Um, And so far on, what's today, January 4th? Third? Third. I've failed, but that doesn't (laughs) mean tomorrow's not a new day and I will try again. (laughs) Um, But yeah, that's something I really want to work on because I know that this is a space that I want to be in for a very, very, very long time, if not... The rest of my professional career, um, and I want to make sure that it has my heart and soul every single day I'm working, um, and I, I think that that's a good, tiny but really large goal to focus on.
0: Yeah, well, it's been so amazing talking to you. I feel like you just have so much passion. You're such a passionate person, and they're just so lucky to have someone that is so
1: dedicated to, to their company. It's amazing. Well, thank you. I don't do it on my own. We have a really amazing staff, and and uh managers you know all over the country that make my job so much easier so if we wanted to contact you you know send
0: us our send you our progress pictures (laughs) we just have questions about protein where can we find you Alyssa
1: So I'm easily accessible through my email, which I will give to you so that you can post that below. And that's something that I implemented this year is that I'm at my computer. I'm working anyway. I'm answering, you know, our emails and questions from our professional spray tanners, from athletes all over the globe. So why not do that? That's the easiest way to do it. Send me your questions. Send me your concerns um i'm going to ask you where your natural skin tone is at and where you think you're at so at that point you might as well just send me one of those check in pictures that you sent to your coach so i can help you assess that we'll put together a great protocol tell me if you have one of those schedules that you know you got to wash your hands and you're around water and you know you're all over you know a cleanly environment to where you're not allowed to have the tan on or there's a special family event let's make sure we get you rocking and rolling and There's not one person that has done that, that hasn't come back and been like, I'm so glad I sent you that picture or, you know, thank you so much for putting that together. It takes a small, small portion of time out of my schedule and it eases your mind. And that's the center of my job. Thank you so much, Alyssa. It's been such a pleasure having you on. Thank you. I'm so happy that you had me and it was your first non-competitor, non-competitor. Bikini Talk podcast. Yes, girl. Pop
0: the cherry. (laughs) Got it, girl. (laughs) Isn't Alyssa hilarious? I mean, I love this woman. Thank you so much for listening. If you're interested in learning how to tan yourself, be sure to join us in our live workshop on Wednesday. Link is down below for more information. Or maybe you already know how to tan yourself and you're already using the products. Be sure to use the code Bikini Diaries for 20% off your next purchase. If you love this episode... Just as much as I love this episode, and you know someone who may love this episode, just as much as you and I loved this episode, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world to me if you could help me help others. So please, if you loved it, it takes 30 seconds to leave me a five-star review and share with all of your friends. Thank you so much for tuning in today, and always remember to never give up on your dreams.